Welcome back, you guys. It is August and we've hit a new month and we're getting ready for the vibes. Um, Right before you know it, fall is going to be here and um, yeah, it's going to be a new season. Things are changing. Life's going to be changing. I feel like whenever a new season happens, um, it kind of coincides with how you feel. Um, For me, I would say, because in the summertime, I am more upbeat, like spring, summer, I'm like, the vibes is there. I want to be outside. I want to be at a rooftop having a cocktail with my man, going on dates with my man. I want to be, you know, just vibing out spring and summer. And it feels like my mood shifts and I'm changing. Um, I feel more alive and in a way because I I feel very carefree during that time of the seasons and then here comes fall and fall sometimes tends to be the the opening for us to kind of like relax a little bit reset restructure re you know reorganize because you know it's holiday season coming a lot of things change around that time you know some people go through um the seasonal depression when it comes to the holidays you know you get to either see family or there's a loss or you know there's so much happening within the seasons and so today on today's episode i wanted to talk about something and kind of be a little bit more transparent um because this is life you know this is she talks life and this is just what life is given so I wanted this episode I don't know what I'm gonna call this episode but I'm gonna say um how therapy helped me show up for myself for a long time I wasn't showing up for myself like literally I was showing up for everybody else. You know, you hear the saying of there check on your strong friends. I was the strong friend. I still am the strong friend, but I've set boundaries for myself so that I know that in this space, when I am drained from helping everybody else, I got to be able to figure out how to balance my life and balance and show up for myself. So it took me a while, but I got here. I finally got to a place where I can literally go to my therapy appointment and sit down and actually let her know that, you know what, this week I showed up for myself. I think a lot of times we, um, we look at it as, um, that whole idea of self-love, self-care, and that kind of thing. And to be honest with you, it looks different for everybody. How you do self-care for you may not be how I do self-care for myself. Um, We do have the generalized um, box of self-care where it's all about, you know, the aesthetics of taking a, going to the spa, getting a treatment, doing this, doing that, like body-wise. But what about self-care mentally and and in, in not and take away the physical aspect of it. So I'm here to talk about that on today's episode. So how did therapy help me show up for myself? As I started going through therapy, I started to unpack childhood traumas, um, teenage traumas, becoming an adult trauma, becoming a mother, very young traumas, um, not being able to have a partner to share my life with, raising my child as a single parent, um, you know, and owning up to knowing that 
when I need someone to be there for me in my delicate moments, I never knew how to express that feeling or that emotion because I was always that strong individual that felt like I had to stay in survival mode for so long. And now as I've shifted and I've pivoted my life in a different way, I've realized that I can now show up for myself in the best way that suits me, that makes my life easier and me, makes my life feeling fulfilled. And I brought up in the beginning the seasons as they change because that's what I had to learn throughout therapy. Um, I would advocate for therapy all the time because I feel like it's not really like go and spill your guts to a stranger that doesn't know you. I prefer to talk to someone who doesn't know me um, who can give me their unbiased opinions, their thoughts, their viewpoints of certain subjects and being able to rationalize. So before therapy, I didn't know how to deal with the loss of my relationships. Um, how I dealt with them was, okay, power through it, power through it every time. Every relationship I've been in, I've, when it ends or however it ends, I ignore how it ends, ignore how to deal with it. And I just kept going and powering through it until the next relationship came along and continuously, continuously doing it. I got to a point where I got into a relationship with someone that I thought I would spend the rest of my life with. And she, um, we just weren't ready for each other at that time. So we decided that, you know, things change. We moved on. She decided that this isn't what she wanted to do. She didn't want to be in a full-time relationship because she had just gotten out of a serious relationship. She battled with cancer and it was just a roller coaster. But when that spiraled out of control, I lost myself. I literally lost myself. I didn't know how to function. I was like this monotonous robot, just going, getting up in the morning, going to work, getting up, making sure my son went to school, like come home, do the, it was like a repetitive thing. So it got to the point where I couldn't hold it in anymore. And the dam broke and everything fell to the floor. Um, during that time, I was very much so going through a breakdown. Uh, it was, I call it a nervous breakdown, but I was just like shedding all those built up emotions that I've constantly like keep packing on and keep going and keep going. And I had to let it all go. And I feel like I know that when I let it all go, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I literally stretched myself thin for so many years I worked on other people. I worried about other people and I never took the time to show up for myself because when I'm emotional or I'm soft and I need comfort, I didn't know how to ask for comfort or I didn't know how that comfort should look or what I should be doing when it comes to getting that comfort and going through therapy, talking about things and understanding why that's stuff happened to me over those um, years, I just realized I got to figure out how to show up for me. And, you know, I left my job, I quit my job, I took my son, I had a conversation with him. And I was like, I can't stay here. We're not going back to New York City. I just need to get away because mom's not feeling great. 
And at the time, my son was 15. He understood how I felt. And he was like, yeah, mom, I'm feeling the same way. And I think it was the right decision. It, how the, what happened, maybe if I had more planning time, it might have been different. But I always look back and say, I thank God for allowing me to breathe and allowing me to find my way. Because he had a lot more on the other side when I came out of that darkness. We packed up, we left, we moved to another state where we knew no one, never been there, don't know what it is. We lived in a motel for a year. I had a job, was paying me good money, but I couldn't afford a, like even a basic apartment because I was making too much money, even though it wasn't a lot. But for that particular living, it was just a whole lot. But in all that, that year there, was the best year because I showed up for myself. I allowed myself to grieve the pain that I was going through. I also allowed myself to like, um, just allow myself to like, look at my life differently. I was like, I don't wanna pay any bills. I, I wanna clear off all my debt, do what I gotta do and just kinda re revamp, like start over, starting over helped me guide where I got to today. And as I started over, you know, we stayed there for a year. I got the job that I was working at, decided that, you know, they had another opportunity that was a really great opportunity. And that was the outcome that God allowed me to see after I had to go through this grieving period. Like I felt like I didn't need anyone to help me through the stages of that grief. I needed to shed all that dead, heavy, aggressive, unsureness off of me in order for me to actually get to the other side where there were benefits that I was going to see. We moved to across, back across country, back to the South, and we lived in an apartment. I got an apartment, you know, my job relocated me. I was able to get all that situated. And then just knowing that I was back in a different position um, to like help, that my grandma died. My grandma pa passed. And when my grandma passed, it was like a revelation in a way because I grieved my grandma. I went back home. I helped with my my grandma's burial. You know, we, we buried my grandma. We laid her to rest in her home. And I realized, like, there was something that I had to do differently. I had to... I was still healing, but I've healed enough to know that I'm okay. So I went to therapy. I found a therapist. Now, the first therapist I found, things weren't really great between the two of us and so I decided to sever ties with that therapist then I started looking for another therapist and I found the therapist that I have today I've had her for about five years and I love every minute of it with her and how she have helped me grow into the woman I am today by allowing me to unpack so many things so that I can show up for myself when the time like recognizing when I need to show up for myself one of the things that I had to recognize early on was telling her what it is that I want for myself sometimes we don't know we go into therapy and we're spiraling out and maybe we aren't sure why we're here 
we feel like we're just talking and talking. And it happened at first for a couple of months. And then I started to really sit down at home and started to allow myself to like think about like, okay, if I'm going to go and pay this lady money, what is it that I'm trying to get out of it? And so I sat down and I was getting ready to turn 40 that year. Um, and I said to her one day, I said, um, I want stability, but I don't want it at the cost of just living in a box. I want to have stability where if I live in a house, I want to feel like I can enjoy that space. I can allow myself to breathe and you know, and just relax and show up for the days where I want self-care. Like self-care to me is just sitting in the corner and reading a book on my chase or, you know, just sitting in the backyard or doing something like gardening, that kind of thing. Like I wanted purpose. And I told her that's what I wanted for my 40th. I wanted purpose. And so I went out and I bought a house. My grandma's um, estate got divided between her kids, her grandkids. And I took her money and added it to what I had saved. And I went and I bought a house. That was my structure. But I had to make it the stability that I wanted. I had to turn this house into a home. And that first year of living in my house, I was like uncomfortable. I had to be uncomfortable in order to get comfortable because I didn't know what to do with this house. I bought this house. It's two floors, three bedrooms, two bathrooms. And it just felt like, wow, I'm single. I don't have anyone. It's just me and my kid. He's getting ready to graduate high school. Like, what am I doing with this big ass house? What am I going to do? And then I realized like, you know what? Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you, God, for um, making sure that I was able to get the things that I wanted to get. Like, not often you um, you find that you get into the space that you're in. I'm not the girl that rushes out there and buys the whole furniture, the whole kit and caboodle. I'm the girl that takes time because I want every space to reflect what I want it to reflect. And that is also showing up for myself because I, this is my home. I wanted to make this my home. And so she told me, she was like, okay, my son was getting ready to leave and go off. He t- graduated high school. He's ready to go. And she said to me, she's like, paint a room. And if you don't like that color, paint it another color. Like change, make the rooms what you want it to be. You know, and if it doesn't work out, okay, go to the next thing, go to the other thing. And I did that. I literally sat here and I painted my living room. I painted my living room. I painted my bedroom and I started to focus on all that was in this house and and dream about what did I want to do with this house? Because now I do have that stability. That stability came with having the four walls, but also trying to build a, a home, a sanctuary where I can relax, I can feel calm, I can come back from my day job and sit in my house and they're, they're two worlds apart and they don't collide with each other. I enjoyed every second of it. Um, another way that therapy taught me how to show up for myself was 
um, when I turned 41. So it's funny because I, I used to start telling her that it looks like I'm getting every year I come to you with a new theme. And the first theme was like growth and stability. And then the second theme was all about self, um, self-identifying, self-recognition, being able to look at myself and be present for myself and not just like in the sense of, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to treat myself out to a nice date. But I had to look inward, outward, inward, outward. And what I mean by that is inside, I was also dealing with diabetes and I didn't, my health wasn't where I wanted it to be. So internally, I had to fix my health. Externally, I had to fix my my um, my thought process in a way that if I'm going to work out or I'm going to eat right and I'm going to do this, I need to be able to actually do it, not just say, oh, I'm doing it because consistency is key to see the results at the end. So I at 41, I decided to look at myself and take stock into, OK, I got the house now. We're stable. Let me go and um, start working out and stuff like that. And then I late 41, right before my 42nd birthday, I um, I decided I want a relationship. Now I'm ready to date. Um, so now I need to open up myself to dating. But there were some other questions I had to ask myself and answer things that she asked me was like okay well you bought a house what what would you if you got into a relationship how how do you see yourself coexisting with someone are you willing to give up your house or like what are those things that you are trying to do when you do get into this relationship because these are questions that are gonna come up eventually when the relationship blossoms and so I was like you know we compromise either we stay in my house for a while until we get into the relationship more deeply and we decide what that we want to do something else as far as like marriage and growth then we can buy a house together and you know I wouldn't sell my house I'd always known that if I did decide to move on and get another house with my partner that I'm going to actually rent out my house because I still have a kid that I need to leave something for and so this house when I bought it the intention was it's my house but it's also my child's house my son's house so that he can have something to you know, to move on to. So that was always on the table. Um, she, she showed me how to like be able to say the things that I want for myself with knowing that, you know, it's not the person that I want it with, but being able to recognize all the things that I want out of life and be able to say like, Hey, be very transparent. Like, I don't want to date for three and four years. I don't want to like, if I'm dating, I want to be dating for a purpose. And so my dating was to date, to be in a relationship, a serious relationship. Not only that, but I wanted to be in a serious relationship where me and my partner are actually communicating 
making sure that each other is safe in in our in each other's space and allowing each other to be who we are like i don't control you you don't control me and i think that was the best thing that i had for myself because i showed up for all those things that i wanted out of a relationship when i met my partner um, I wasn't in for a relationship in the in the sense of like, okay, I was dating other people. I let them know up front, I'm dating. I'm not, you know, I'm looking for a serious relationship, but I'm taking my time with it. And he was like, yeah, he's at that age where he's looking for his companionship and his partner and stuff like that. And, you know, we, we went and we dated, we got to know each other. He was dating other people and it just flowed naturally we would go out on dates to the park. He was interested in the fact that I like to go outside and walk and we would go and meet up after work at the park. Those were most of our early dates was like just going to the park and walking the trail, getting to know each other, talking about what we like, what we don't like, you know, laughing, joking. Like it was, we were forming a friendship and that was another thing. It's like, I wanted to have a friendship with the person that I'm in a relationship with. And today, looking back at it we formed a really great friendship because we laugh we joke we can just talk about anything he can you know it's just a really great environment that we both put ourselves in and it shows because we showed up for ourselves and now we're showing up for each other another thing I learned um, about showing up for myself is when I turned 42 I realized that um, I didn't have a sense of style. Um, I was going through life just shopping, buying clothes. It's cute, buy it. But I didn't know how to style it. I didn't know how to put things together. I literally didn't understand who I was fashionably. Because when you show up for yourself, you can't show up for yourself half-ass. You got to put 100% in it. So you got to look at yourself on a whole spectrum, right? You got to look at everything, not just your mental state or anything, because your mental state gets better as all the other pieces fall into place. And for me, I knew that. I knew that when I figured out the other pieces, like my mental state starts to change. I am a person that thrives through chaos. That's the old me. But now, what I've had to realize is that the new me don't thrive off of chaos. I see chaos, I talk about the chaos, and I try to work ways of getting out of the chaos and allowing myself to be present to handle it, the strength that I need for to handle anything that comes my way by the grace of God. He gets me through it every single day. And so... By going to therapy, I really started to like acknowledge myself, saw things that I wanted, be able to express them through words and conversation with my therapist and then realize, okay, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I am very okay. Like when you start to say that and see it and you know, all those, those barriers that you were trying to break down but they weren't breaking down like you'll get a chip off of it and it just keeps building back up faster than you can really get to it like once you start to really overcome that 
things start to feel so leveled out and peaceful. You know, the pandemic happened and I just was like, okay, I know what I want now. I want to work on my wardrobe. I want to declutter my house. I want to declutter. I want to get rid of all the old and fasten myself to the new. And what I did was I took everything out of my wardrobe and I just put it on my bed and I looked at it and I was like, why are you holding on to these things that does not make you feel confident when you put it on? It doesn't give you that va-va-voom that you, you feel like that inspiration when you put it on. And I just started going through things. I then even went online search for a capsule wardrobe started looking at different things on youtube how to style different pieces and you know and i started learning about fashion in a way that suits me as the woman that i've i'm becoming i'm not 20 something where you know my midriff gotta show out even if i do decide to show it at 40 something i don't give a shit but i wanted a different look in my wardrobe you know I was always corporate. My wardrobe was corporate. Everything was slacks and this and shirts and work, work, work. And I was like, I am more than work. What is it that I need to change that perspective of myself? And so I went out there and I found myself through my clothing. I changed, I donated all what I needed to donate to Goodwill. I got rid of jeans that were badly fitting because I didn't understand how to fit my denim even to the basics of denim you got to dress your body type and learning about dressing my body type what shape i have boxy curvy i don't have curves so i need to buy jeans that doesn't have all this gap all this room i started going and trying things on let me tell you i hated trying things on before because i felt uncomfortable because the weight was there when i started losing the weight now i feel more confident i feel more vibrant i let me tell you I went into Dillard's around Christmas time. We were going to a Christmas party at my husband's um, work and I needed to get a dress. And I went to Dillard's and I picked up like five dresses that I didn't think I would ever pick up. And I went in the dressing room and I put them on. And when I, there was this one silver dress that I put on and oh my goodness i felt like i stepped out into a whole new body a whole new mentality like i looked at the girl in the mirror and i was like where is she coming from because man i looked amazing the dress fit so good it showed what little curves i had it accentuated my body my breasts my legs like my arm it was so beautiful and i enjoyed looking at that dress and every dress that i put on the ones that didn't fit but i knew okay go up a size and i did and it just felt so freaking amazing to see that transformation because now I'm taking stock of like slowing down. I hated putting the clothes on in the dressing room because I didn't feel comfortable in the skin that I was in. But now I'm slowing down to take time to like put the clothes on in the dressing room, look at it because I'm not gonna buy something, go home. It didn't fit, I didn't like it. And because I didn't, I forgot, I didn't go to return it. I wasted my money and it's sitting in my closet with the tags on it. So I stopped doing that. Once I decluttered and I stopped doing that, I realized like I am buying clothes. I'm being strategic about how I'm purchasing stuff. 
Um, I got all the basics. I look at all the girls online that are showing you where to shop. Zara, Shein for the cheap summer clothing. Um, you know, the fast fashion H&M, Forever 21. I haven't shopped at Forever 21 in a very, very long time. But most of my stuff lately has been coming from H&M. Because now I'm mixing different pieces together. Like I have workwear but I'm like not buying like the old fashioned workwear like before, like I'm being more modern. I'm on Pinterest looking for ideas before I purchase something. And then when I do purchase it, I go back and I look to see, okay, how would I style this and so forth. And that was amazing, amazing. So I, I feel I'm at a place now because I'm turning 44 on September 10th. And I love that I have started showing up for myself. I want to continue to show up for myself. I want to continue to be like very present for myself. And so for 44, I don't know what the theme will be, but I'm sure that you guys will hear about it once that time comes. I'll let you guys know like what I'm thinking about for my 44th year of life. Um, but for 43, um, I worked on trauma. Um, at 43, I, I continued my, um, journey of self rediscovery with clothing and stuff like that. But this year at 43, I decided that it was time to let it flow. Whatever comes, come. Um, and it's so interesting because I left my job and you guys, if you've been listening, you know that I talked about this. I was in a company for over six years that brought me to this city and I literally let things flow the way that they should without any interference. And I walked out of a job for another job to make more money and, you know, it was like a destination of movement um, sometimes we're afraid to move, but I feel like this 43 was a year of not only letting it flow, but also moving through life in a more carefree way so that I can see the fruits of my labor. I'm going to stop right here. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, show up for yourself. My final thoughts is show up for yourselves. If you're trying, if you're thinking about therapy and you're looking to maybe go and just talk to someone, it doesn't have to be a therapist. You can get a licensed life coach um, that you can talk with and kind of have a conversation with and go from there and see where you want to like redefine and rediscover your life. So um, check your local area, check your EAP programs at your jobs. If you're self-employed and you don't have that, there are things like Better Health, the Therapy for Black Girls. You can go on there and check out and see what they have. You've heard the commercials. You've heard everyone talk about them. Definitely try and check it out. But I always want to leave this with you guys. Show up for yourself. If you are the strength of your group, be able to be vulnerable and transparent and let people know that I'm not okay today but check on me regardless, okay? 
talk to you guys in the next episode. Thank you again for listening to She Talks Life and I will see you. Bye-bye.